0: Okay. We're having a conversation around Israel. These are the Reflections of Israel, part two. Um, so my name is Angie Murenga.
1: My name is Kaki Gishuru. My name is Maria
2: Walker. My name is Caroline Banacho. My name is Viviana Shioya Kigada.
3: My name is Neema Wamai. My name is Kaki Butaki. My name is Nyawera Kamore. My name is Rosemary Gadoni.
0: And that is my discussion group for today so this is part two of the reflections of israel so i'm going to ask them to share their highlights um maybe even the expectations what did they expect from israel what was different and what were their highlights of israel
1: um when i reflected back on um the day that we shared with other pilgrims what our expectations were Mm. I said um, that I really desired to have a tangible experience with God. I wanted to feel Him, hear Him, almost see Him, touch Him um, like never before. So I was uh, very expectant um, about this trip and I was very open-minded and very... um, I don't know, just, just open and excited as well. Mm. And um, I must say that um, I have seen this tangibility every single day. And it's come in small ways. It's come in big ways. It's come in confirmations. It's come in how the Bible has come alive. It's coming in um, just um, a constant uh, position of prayer for others for the generations current and future all connected to me spirit soul and body so it's been very tangible Um, i think one highlight for me is that um a lot of the things that i have desired um for people around me I have remembered them in prayer, and every single place that we have visited, different people have come to mind for very different reasons. Mm. So, I think um, a key, a key takeout for me is um, it's, it's it's important that as as a body of Christ, uh, we share with each other because you will never know who will remember you, who will pray for you, and um, yeah. So, so those are my few reflections. Buonacho. Okay, so for me, my
4: desire this year was to experience the person of Jesus and to be one with the Holy Spirit. And just to think about the whole trip, or the, uh, the whole uh, journey that we've had with this Israel, was for me to experience the person of Jesus, I needed to see where he walked, who he touched, the, the, the miracles of the Old Testament, where they happened, for me to connect that to the person of Jesus, because I, I, I want to experience the miracles the way jesus experienced them and he experienced them as a person not in divinity yes. and this has come yes as man and this to me has come alive when i did this uh, israel
3: trip yeah yeah um beginning this year i had my resolutions and uh there's, there's so many things I've been wanting to do, like, like when God puts them in my mind and in my heart. I've been really struggling with them because mostly what Pastor Angie keeps on telling me, I will grow, and I keep on fighting it so hard because I know what that growth comes with. Yeah, so when I came here, I I struggled a lot, asking people, and sometimes when you ask somebody. Probably they're not on the same level as you, so they don't give you the same what you want to hear, or rather, that's what you want to hear because you don't want to go through that. But when I came here, I actually experienced God. God has spoken to me in so many ways, and He has confirmed everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've I've gotten the strategies clearly, crystal clearly.
5: Yeah, thank you.
0: <laughs>
5: first and foremost I'd like to honor you Pastor Angie yeah it's always a pleasure and I'm so grateful for this opportunity and also to thank all the others who are here with me today um, I don't take this for granted um, whenever you're given a space like this and I just appreciate and I thank God uh, the Almighty God for this space I as uh, Kaki said, Monday for me was an opener. Uh, one thing I realized, and I got an, uh, the thing from my spirit told me that uh, this trip was not for me. Yes, I got that on Monday. That's, that was one thing I, I came to realize. It was not for me, it was for others. So I've come here knowing that okay, it's not for me, but I have to carry you, carry it through because it's through me that it will reach whoever um, the trip is for is supposed to reach. Yeah, um, on my part, as we are going through the journey, it's still a process. Um, I'm, there's things from before that are even starting to connect as we come for this journey before from the josephs and from plf so this whole journey is is amazing it's really amazing um i've been at rest which is one of my prophetic words <laughs> and uh during this i it's actually i'm going through a transition because I've, i'm changing jobs and There's one thing that has woken me up to the time, especially the issue with time, that I I realized I had relaxed a bit. And for me, it was a reminder, you still have to maintain your status of being time on time, ahead of time, actually, that's the way I've always operated, due to also our industry. And also working together with people and seeing how people operate together. As one with a leader who is leading you towards that, towards a goal. Your, all your goals are different, but you all have to have one goal for something to happen. So we have to be focused. That's one thing that I've seen here. In in this, um, there's so many things. There's uh, today for me was uh, it was it was it was amazing. I I had God call my name, Yawira. Yes. Because initially we were lining up and I was just quiet and I remembered um, something you told me, focus and still be, still, be still. So for me, what I've learned is be still, you know, before I used to think be still is just, you know, but what I realized is be still, you have to be still for God to talk to you. So in, in I've been, so since you said focus, be still, I said, okay, I've not been doing that. So I need to focus on that. And, I tried to do that, and what I realized is now when you're quiet is when you actually get that input. So when lining up, I thought it's one of the guys who are calling me. I actually thought it's one of somebody, because I had me yeah. So I looked, I'm wondering, I'm like, who's that calling me? <laughs> so after that, anyway, with the prayer and the what happened is when I realized this was it was actually not was not that was god calling me and because after that there was another release that was so amazing uh, yes thank you otherwise there's more to that yes. and i appreciate everything <laughs> yes
0: it, it is it's your second time to israel yes it
6: so. is so i really thank god for the privilege and opportunity to come in a second time to israel and uh, as I mentioned to others, I know I've been asked why I came a second time, but for sure, it's never the same. Mm -hmm. I think you can come to Israel even 10, 15 times. It's never the same same. experience. And even the sites and the places that we have visited, some of them we never did. So it's a completely different experience. And I I think that just two scriptures that came into mind. Uh, Once have I had, twice have, have I, no, once have I spoken, twice have I heard that power belongs to God. I think that for me is what has come alive in Israel that God is in charge and is the creator of everything. And just from the, um, I think for me, again, rebuild and uh, reinforcement and release are the three words that have come alive. Just the way preservation has happened over the years. And that has really stood out for me. But again, secondly, um, before we, we move on, Qumran. Qumran was very special for me because. The the way the um, uh, scrolls were put in the jars, I felt that the Lord is telling us that we are jars of clay. Yes. And so we should, the word is hidden in us, yes. and so it is for safety and for release, and it should be for generations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that even when it's broken and when it's discovered, that that's the word of the Lord that can be kept on forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
7: Yes. You know, I lost a friend of mine in February. Yeah, um, actually the, the High Commissioner of Zambia to Kenya. And I remember because I had prayed with her husband the day before he, she died, I was so convinced that she was going to come through because I felt like God had told me she was going to come through. And I remember even telling him that, don't worry, Brenda shall come through this. Brenda shall come through this. So when I got the news to say that I was devastated is putting it mildly. And there was a disconnection between me and God. Yeah. Yes. I, I was upset, but I didn't realize just how upset, but I found that I would pray, but there was saying words. Or I would go to church and listen, you know, really strive to listen, but the connection was not there. So I remember thinking that I want to, with this opportunity of coming to Israel, Lord, I need to reconnect with you. I do. I do, I do, I do. Because where I am is not a good place. And how I know that is because I started seeing old patterns creeping in in my thinking, you know, my reaction to situations at work. And I, I didn't like it, but I didn't know what to do. So for me, this was... I remember even telling him, you, you and I, we, we, need, we need to we need to talk. And, you know, I felt... When did I f- I cried? When did I cry? I think it was Shepherd's Field, and even before that, I just felt like he would say, "I never went anywhere. I was there. It's just that I needed, you know, like a relationship. I needed you to, first of all, get over yourself, and then know that I'm here. And I have never gone anywhere. And and after that happened, that I felt like even the prayers that my friends gave me and a lot of them gave me prayers to come and put at the feet of jesus um when i did it today when i put those prayers at the feet of jesus i actually felt a release and i felt like i did it with the right spirit the right mindset so what can i say about israel it's about connection for me it was about reconnection and i'd encourage anybody who calls himself a Christian and is able to, to come here. But I also say it has to be your season. Yeah.
2: So for me, this um, I missed the first trip that um, KBS organized. It was not my season, but it was also for a good reason because uh, God sent us a beautiful blessing. So it's just the timing was, uh, wasn't the right time to travel. And so this was a trip to thank God also for that um, that opportunity and that blessing of a child, and one I think one of my big takeouts is I've been baptized before. Okay. So you had mentioned at some point that you get baptized if if you feel that you need to. Yeah. So I said I'm not because I've been baptized before and it it was an important baptism, yeah. and I felt it was the real thing. I asked God why should I be baptized again? Yeah, why why should I do it again? And um, as I prayed and I reflected, I felt that, yes, I was baptized, but life had happened after the baptism. Things had happened that I felt I just needed a freshness and a renewal. And interestingly, God has been speaking. He says something either in my devotion in the morning and then it happens that day and I had no idea or he sends a word through an email, I got an email about uh, transition and transformation. And the next day, received a gift which was a butterfly. And a butterfly story is truly about transformation. So that second dipping, and I was baptized twice. For me, this trip is about second chances. That God is a God of second chances. That even if you have made a mistake in the past, or if the path you have taken is not the right path, willingly or unwillingly, that god has reconfirmed and reassured me that he is a god of second chances he will pick you up and he will help you to get back to where you need to be so even when he issues an instruction and it doesn't make sense just go back to him and he will he will confirm what it is about that instruction that's important and i've also learned now a pattern about how god speaks to me because a word can come in a devotion, it can come in an email. He speaks to me a lot through technology. I find a YouTube port, post and I know that I need to watch it. And then now something physically happens that confirms that word. So a pattern, I'm clearer on a pattern of how God speaks to me and how he actually does the confirmation. Amen. Yeah.
0: So I'm going to share, let um, Maria share highlights. I'm coming back to you because I have not shared my highlights. So be thinking about it. I want you to mention a place. A place where you went and you had an experience like katherine has mentioned Qumran you've mentioned the shepherd's field so the next thing i want you to do after maria shares her highlight is to mention a place and what happened there that was different because one tangible um to speak more tangibly about this pilgrimage um
8: thank you so much pastor angie um most importantly for just uh, trusting me to coordinate this trip, (laughs) the level of Pastor Angie's excellence. (laughs) It's been a year of fear and trembling (laughs) and uh, yeah, so I had two things, one was to get people onto the flight and you could, you saw how in the things of God, eh, it's so easy for you not to be on that flight and um, the second thing is just once you're done with Jerusalem, I think me, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. So for me, the highlight, most importantly as a coordinator, because one of the reasons I do this, I do it voluntarily, I don't get paid, mom knows that, is because I love Israel so much, and there was such an impact in my life to connect to the Bible land and just see different things happening in your life about the Bible coming true, and I want others to experience that, because something always resonates with your spirit, and uh, just looking at people, going to different places, and just seeing what is happening in people's life, that for me was a highlight. Definitely a highlight. So as I come
0: through now for the um, what am I coming through for? For the a place, yeah? So for me, I guess um the whole trip has been a highlight, and I think that's also amazing. Sometimes you say, Why do I want to come back? Why do I want to come back a second time? But I'll keep coming. Because there's so many, you there's no experience that has been the same. I mean there's some sites I'm saying, Maria, did we come here? And you're like, yeah, and like when did we come here, you know? But the experiences have been different. Also, I think, like, Vivian, trusting in God's timing, because, like, last time we didn't go to Caesar That's the day we went shopping and connected with the economy. So we didn't go to Caesar but it wasn't time to go to Caesar because, I, for me, I would not received the word on building. So in June, like, um, Vivian corrected me, I've been saying November, but in June I got a word of building. And in April the word was confirmed again that my role is to build. And and the word was from Second Chronicles chapters 1, 2, and 3, when Solomon built the temple, and he also built his home. So when I went to Caesarea, I could not believe that King Herod built his temple and built a hippodrome, and I think that the the amphitheatre on the other side. What I also loved is I think Christians have to become also they have to wake up you know and this guy builds things for entertainment you know it's like we don't entertain ourselves enough we don't have fun enough you know we don't use the media enough because that's why he created both the hippodrome and the amphitheatre is for people to come and have games to do uh, gladiators you know for entertainment for people to have fun and I think that was important I think from King Herod as I pass this on as well is it's good for for me because you see even for me there are people who know pastanji they just say that's evil woman and they can list all the evil things i've ever done then the other people say oh Pastanji changed my life but i love also that king herod what we knew about him was negative until i stepped into Caesar, and saw that he was a builder and that he built things he had a vision and his dreams became a reality you know and even the downloads of volcanic ash to make um, stones and to lay foundations and that that city, I can't remember exactly the year it was built, but it's been around for so long and the ruins are there and that opulence is good for God's children. He built a palatial palace into the sea and a freshwater swimming pool. And the way they piped, the, they, they did an aqueduct from, I don't know, Mount Carmel coming down to give themselves water. Um, and before I pass, it on, just in case I forget, that God has created, Jesus Christ created an economy for Israel because there's a whole economy of tour guides, bus drivers, tour businesses, um, sites where they they, they, they get offerings, they, they get something for the toilets, you know, it's a thriving economy through his sites and he has preserved them. And sometimes I also want to ask myself if we were given those sites. Would we have been able to preserve them? You know, would if God gives you something, are you able to preserve it for generations? Because this is for generations, and and and, and there's no deny that Israel is a blessed land. The size of the fruit that we saw in the market, the vegetables, you know, and everything they do, they do in a large scale. There's nothing small scale. One farm, bananas are, are crossing the road. There are cows on another level. If they start something, they do it big. But what? For, so for me, because we're we're good at tapping, let's tap into. If, let's attempt to big things for God and to make matters worse. This is a desert surrounded by enemies and they are still making it work. There's a blessing on this nation that we need to come and receive. So maybe I'll start this way. Um, a highlight,
2: but with an actual place. I have two highlights. The first one is when we entered Jerusalem. And the vantage point that joseph took us to where you can oversee the old city you can see temple mount you you look around and maxi had just prayed and read through the triumphal entry of jesus into jerusalem which is resonating with the theme for plf this season and i started to weep and i wept and wept and the scripture that came to mind was when jesus also stood somewhere overlooking jerusalem and he wept And the takeout for me was that we should be careful not to miss our time of visitation that yes it says it is your time but we need to be really connected to the Lord so that we do not miss our time of visitation which is what Jesus wept about it's a tragedy to miss your time of visitation my second highlight is yesterday we went to the wailing wall and I had two prayer points which I put into the wall today God has begun to answer those prayers. The first one was at... Um,
0: Hallelujah.
2: During the Via Dolorosa. Which was uh the, the, the station where Jesus fell for the first time. And again, I cried. But Pastor Angie came to comfort me. And what she said really was the beginning of the answer to prayer number one. Then the second one was... This one I actually asked for wisdom courage and strength for my assignment and i know that the pattern that i need to follow is the pattern of david so going to the place where his tomb was which i don't remember seeing anywhere on the schedule was also a place where i felt that god began to tell me and to confirm me and actually that's what you baptized me with one of the things you baptized me with leadership um, as a worshiper and as a leader following after David. So I'm, I'm already seeing that God is already beginning to answer the prayers that I prayed at the Wailing Wall.
0: Amen.
7: Amen. For me, it was Ginosa. Those two gentlemen, U V and Moshe, and the story about how they were able to bring up that boat from 2,000 years ago. But what struck me was how deliberate they were or like when Yuvie showed us all the different statues he's done in stone and then he says you know when people excavate this place 2,000 years from now they shall know that those are people here so what it told me is that legacy is not accidental legacy is deliberate mm-hmm. legacy is intentional and for me that was very strong but also what struck me when I about those two gentlemen is just these are world famous people, mm-hmm. I mean, what they did is, is, is recorded in history, Yes. but they're very humble, very humble, very simple. So even when God gives you a revelation and you're able to execute that revelation, don't get carried away and get caught in the hype, because I think it's very easy, especially when you're suddenly thrust into a place where of, 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 of fame. Yeah. So it's almost like a reminder for those of, for the, us who've been anointed as leaders, and we, we will get into those places and to those spaces to remember that we are, we're just merely vessels we're merely vessels, and we must stay humble mm. yeah.
6: Thank you for me for me the um, again, just quickly two places and I can start with the Via dolorosa <laughs> I hope I pronounced it correctly, the station where we touched the f- um place where jesus cross stood eh? and where we put our prayer points yeah, golgotha where we put in our prayer points i i just felt it is finished you know it's finished uh, we are done and um even as we went into his reason his reason that was how i felt um just a release yeah a release but the other one was the tunnel you know that narrow tunnel we passed through <laughs> which we were quite uh <laughs> not very we are scared a bit about it but the tunnel for me I I, I just marveled at how God is in the details that there is a preservation I think for me rebuild and preservation is what has kind of been the theme for this particular pilgrimage that this has been preserved many generations later for us to be able to see and to know that God always makes a way where there seems to be no way and if he wants something to go through a tunnel it will if it has to go through the air it will whichever way you will get what you need to you yeah and that's my takeout. Mm.
5: okay for me i'll still mention the via dolorosa yes. yes it was the same thing that i felt the release and it was finished. I felt it was finished, and uh, this started during the entry into uh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem on the flight, because also that on the yeah Tel Aviv. Sorry, yeah. Um, I started feeling a release at that time because I felt some tears coming um, during that. Actually, when we were crossing, just entering over the land. In fact, we were. I was praying, and something told me open your eyes and look out. And when I opened my eyes, we are actually just entering the, the land, f- crossing from the sea to the land. So that was, that was amazing. And then I've just been seeing release after release. Today, I think it just came out and said, same thing, it is finished. And I'm so grateful. I am so excited. I, I don't know this trip is so amazing i I don't know what more to say but to be glad in it Amen. yeah to be glad in 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 Jesus yeah yes and one more just at the 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 thing that's so profound at uh, it was Caribbean Car- Car- the one of the past the movie we watched Ah, Caesarea, Caesarea, yeah Uh, Past, present and future combined. That I thought was out of this world because that involves generations before, present and then the future. You combine that. It is so powerful and that is something we need to capture. So when you're looking to grow, make sure you're connecting all those and for sure you will leave a legacy. Thank you um oh for
3: mine I was at caesarea and uh, it was like a confirmation because when i was talking to god <clears throat> there's there's still like pasanji says i will expand and expand so i keep on struggling and then i ask god how do i st- how do i expand and yet my systems keeps on failing so what god told me you need to really get strong foundations yeah, and that is what we saw at uh, Cesaria, And uh, something else also at uh, the kibbutz. I also have my in-laws. They have chunks and chunks of land in, in Kiambu. And we've been, they don't know what to do with it. It's such a huge, huge. In fact, I took videos and sent to them. So I told them, you guys are wasting land and this is what you need to be doing. I mean, this place, it's so fertile, And exactly what they do is what they're doing there like the bananas the cows but in a very shy way you know they don't come out yeah and also today at the villa de la rosa after we touch jesus feet also another confirmation was like where we were standing and eric kept on saying you guys be careful of the, there was a ladder there so that to me was like new levels yeah yeah so i mean <laughs>
4: Okay. all right so for me i have five uh, places that really spoke to me i'll start with river jordan i was just amused at the way the spirit of god connects people you ended up um, baptizing people of different countries and races so to me the spirit of god is everywhere you know god will open for us places and spaces and positions that is it's across so we need to be prepared the way you always tell us be prepared for a global impact then the second thing is at the accession the footprint of jesus when um when we were we were shown the the last print the last footprint that he had when he was going up to heaven and when i I kept on looking at it and i i felt this word coming to me what footprints are you leaving? So to me it was, what legacy am I leaving for my generation? Then the third is uh, resurrection, the way of the cross, and the old is gone and the new has come. So I really need to show the new, and how to get the new is to indulge myself in the word of God, and that's why you are teaching us faith. And then um, at the Wailing Wall, for me it was the army, and I kept on remembering, are you ready? If you are my army are you ready so i need to know what i need to do to be ready at all times and then the 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 other one was the city of david the city of david to me is very um is something that uh is so dear to my heart because that city of david the same jebusites abused david and told david even cockroaches no they cannot have you in this city but god gave him victory, and not only victory, he created a city out of it, so they had underrated David, so even for for me I look at it and I say as long as God is with us he's a limitless God, he can do over and above what we think or imagine so for us is to accept the limitless and let us just flow with the spirit then the last one was what Susan just told us, because every time I would go to places, there is a Uh, maybe a, uh, a verse that I read long time ago just pops up and Susan said before we left was the only thing you have to do is to always create time to read the word and that ties to what you told us that you you'll teach faith and how does faith come about by hearing the word of God so we cannot underestimate anything and you cannot even underestimate the divine power because this Israel that we are now, as you say, the economy. The only difference is the divine favor. So that's 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 the. Ch- I mean that that's all they have over each and every person because their foundation was based on the word of God.
8: Thank you, Banacho. Um, for me, there were I think three highlights. Highlight number one was Ah <laughs> Um I trusted so much. Uh, I, I know mom was not very amused, we were about to be told Va sweater but uh, <laughs> I trusted so much, my heart was so at peace, I entered, I've, I've always come by road, so this was my first time to come by air, and I was just praising all the way until we landed, and I, I I did not, my heart was not even, I and Widera was just there, and I told her, this is not about Pastor Angie, this is about you and God, do you believe? You think he's brought you this far to take you, but it's a matter of faith. Now you check your heart. And she said, I believe. And we passed through God with such great favor. And uh, that was really tangible for me. My second experience was at Tabga. We are always looking at that and admiring what Jesus did. But for me, this time round, it was about Him multiplying for me my wisdom, my understanding, and uh, wisdom, understanding, and knowledge in the things of God so that I can pass them on to other people. Uh, that, that was really uh, key for me. And then the next one was at uh, Kapenahom, the town of Jesus, the first Christians. I wondered if they had not done what they did, where would we be today? So I know we are always talking about our pept, but sometimes we find that the, the apostolic or the prophetic or the teaching, those other gifts, we really, you, you know, you want you want to shine where you are comfortable, and maybe you are not very comfortable with the evangelism. Yet I felt that that was so key because you are evangelizing the word of God, and I remembered my first love. Me, I used to be those people in the Matatu. Wo to you in a bus, I'm traveling shags and you sit with me, a Maria na ni meokoka, oh oh paka kisumu. It is me and you. I was there and I, I was like, God, I need to return wow, to that to first back love. Back there, I was bold, I was courageous. Why nowadays do I shy? I'm happy for people to know that I'm a Christian, but I'm not bold to 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 to, to share the word. Yeah, that was the challenge for me.
0: Okay.
1: Okay so I think for me um honestly everything we have seen and everything we have experienced has connected and it's connecting to all sorts of seasons over time um even certain words that have featured prominently in our journey as Josephs at KBS I'm, I'm able to connect however Um, This trip in general has been very foundational for me. And I think the day we went to Caesarea, followed by um, Cana in Galilee, and um, I I forget where else, Mount Carmel, sorry, yes. Actually, Caesarea, Mount Carmel, then uh, Cana in Galilee, for me, is foundational in the sense that it delivered strongly and brought home for me the three blessings, the first three blessings out of the twelve blessings. So, the salvation, the healing, and the deliverance. Um, I was able to connect very deeply. Um, I it, it, uh, the the, uh, the opportunity to pray for salvation um, for my current and future generations, and then I saw the healing um, and deliverance. Um, you know it that came through very strongly for me. And since then, we've continued to climb, you know, the, the the rest of the 12 blessings, but I've seen them interchangeably. So, but then that day was very foundational for me. And then, honestly, uh, the Via Dolorosa, uh, Do, Do often we pray about leaving things at the foot of the cross. So for me, uh, this was literally... Practically, tangibly, I uh, walk to that foot of the cross and to leave it all behind. And, like um, my dear sisters here have said, it is finished. It is finished. Amen. Wow, we've got to slow it down, but let me tell you, I have 55,000
0: highlights. Number one, I've remembered Captain Emma Mwangi flying us into Tel Aviv me i cried i finished i had to behave in a manner likely to suggest that uh, i've been on a plane before and i'm in business class please maintain the but it was so exciting and the landing as well you know usually when i'm in a plane take off and landing is my worst and even with other pilots when they land well i clap my goodness the girl the child landed. first i saw i, I was so surprised i was like oh surprise she was there in her uniform and landed that plane plane so amazingly so i think that was an honor for me because also i feel like plf is one of those things that has had very slow impact but it has had impact you know and people have prophesied that plfers will appear in different places Maria is always telling me to write all the mountains and see where the PLFers are but to be flown into Tel Aviv by a PLF alumni that was so special and a mother you know because I'm almost it's a mother and her child you know it's like I'm so proud of my of my of my child you know that was a very serious highlight for me I think also the fact that we learned our guide is Muslim I think Muslim Arab but he's Christian Muslim Christian no Arab Christian but I learned even from Joseph. And you know, that's amazing. For me, my highlight was the multiplication, the church of multiplication, Tagba. When he said, feed the feed the, the sheep faith, I almost died. I almost had a heart attack and collapsed. Yani, I said, this is what I've been doing. I've been feeding faith, but now I have to take it to the next level. So feeding God's people faith is just, for me, that's it. I'm moving forward with with faith and feeding them faith and rebuilding and then even elijah and elisha i mean elijah defeating the prophets of baal i got the revelation of rain r-a-i-n and rain r-e-i-g-n because he said that um, jezebel they used to create things worshiping demonic gods those are not proper gods so they like rain. so he said he actually said rain. he said they used to create rain and i was like oh so that's why god used elijah to stop the rain to stop their gods in other words and say you can do everything you want to do chant around no rain for three and a half years you know and then when he defeated the prophets of baal rain came so it was like when their prophets were defeated now god's prophets could be could come into the highlights and god gave them rain but i kept feeling that even a new rain started of R I G N. so israel is amazing i never wanted to go to israel ever i'd never had an, an interest to go then all of a sudden the interest started bubbling inside me and then god said, maria there we are and this is our second pilgrimage and it's been i mean it's just it's a very spiritual experience i remember when coming to jerusalem how we prayed and then i love us that's a place we cannot take non-plfs we were we were being slain on top of where was that now on top of jerusalem city viewpoint you know i mean the drama is excess People wonder are you guys crazy but now jesus has come are we going to contain him now and tell him please hold on until we get to our Hotel, when we get to the hotel, Jesus has come. he has arrived. It is removed with his action, you know, and the reaction. I remember the vendor who was there immediately. I said, Amen, came and put the star of David in my hand, you know? And even Moshe and Uvi, yeah. I mean, he kept saying, you're amazing, because of also another thing I was taught by other women, by by other women within the ministry. And once I sent them somewhere to pray for somebody they, they couldn't, so they laid their hands on the door of, the, of a hospital. So that's why I was saying, let's lay our hands on this door and receive peace, because the door was closed. So there's so many highlights of Israel, so many miracles, the food is amazing, the hotels are amazing. We work up very early. Even the guides are amazing. And my final one, and it's, I've said it before, is wealth. That God created for sure. He says to me, He gives the ability to create wealth. He created a whole economy without them knowing, and even unfortunately without them wanting him. You know, they didn't want him, and they didn't care. They said, "Crucify him! Give us Barabbas! We don't want this guy." But He created a whole economy. For them that is good to last from generation to generation and we've got to be more bold i think we'll end there being bold bold for impact you know there's a boldness that they have there's a there's an attitude they have they know they're god's chosen people and we should too and also i think as cesara is when we're told that god allowed the gentiles to come into the covenant by sending peter um, to cornelius's house so we are fully in the covenant with them we shouldn't be shy about it and if god can bless a people like this it means even us he can bless us and we better tap into that blessing understand that blessing and begin to live in a manner likely to suggest that we are god's chosen people that he loves us and that he cares about us god bless you say bye, bye. bye. shalom, shalom. shalom. Toda, 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 Toda.